0: Welcome to the Sales Pro Chat Podcast, brought to you by the Canadian Professional Sales Association, helping sales-focused professionals discover new tools, trends, and strategies. Please welcome your host, Bill Bannum.
1: Welcome to the Sales Pro Chat Podcast from the CPSA. Our guest on the November 2018 episode is David Johnston, sales compensation expert, speaker and president of the sales resource group, Inc. Sales professionals are different. Like your non-sales colleagues, your success depends on your performance, but unlike them, so does your compensation. That's why it's so important to understand compensation across the sales profession and within various industries. To that end, the annual CPSA sales compensation report was recently released, and we've invited Dave back onto the show to share his take on the report's major findings and their implications for sales across Canada. Dave has around 30 years' experience consulting for organizations in diverse fields, such as broadcast, print media, telecommunications, retail, manufacturing, and financial services. Sales Resource Group Inc. combines sales compensation services with training and market analysis, providing clients with sales compensation end-to-end strategies. Listeners, you can check out Dave's other appearance on this particular show back in April 2017 when we covered the topic of what is sales compensation and how does it motivate sales pros.
0: For sales professionals, team leaders, and organizations across the country, the Canadian Professional Sales Association is your partner in building knowledge and skills to improve sales performance. The CPSA is the advocate for excellence in sales. We invest resources in programming, curriculum development, and professional designations to help individuals and companies become more successful through effective sales. We connect employers and employees, business with academia, and the private sector with government to advance the sales profession and improve Canadian competitiveness. Learn more. Or at cpsa.com and remember to subscribe to the cpsa podcast through itunes google play and more
1: dave welcome back to the sales pro chat podcast
0: thanks very much bill it's always uh, good to get together with you and uh, i love talking sales compensation so uh, thanks again
1: so let's jump straight into the questions here dave uh, firstly how often should businesses evaluate and or change their compensation plan design
0: well in the in years gone by a lot of organizations maintained the same sales compensation plan for for years and years and um, the difficulty with that today is that uh, the marketplace is changing so much that a comp plan that worked three to five years ago um, may not Uh, fit the paradigm that you're selling into uh, currently. So um, we always recommend that sales compensation should be looked at annually as part of your business planning approach. So if you're making changes to your strategy or new products are being introduced or um, people are looking for uh, differences in uh, sales behavior, then you may need to look at your sales compensation plan. But at the very least... Uh, every organization should be doing a review of their plans every three years to make sure that the sales compensation is still aligned uh, with their business goals and strategy uh, and that initiate, that it initiates and reinforces uh, desired sales behavior.
1: Okay, thank you very much. Now, can you tell our listeners, what is the best way to use compensation plans as, as an edge in attracting and recruiting top sales talent?
0: Well, you know, it's going to become a, a much bigger issue, Bill. If you look at the uh, sales compensation report, um, the research shows that three quarters of Canadian businesses are saying that it's hard to fill vacant sales positions with qualified candidates. And so when you're looking at attracting and retaining top talent, uh, it's very important to make sure that people understand uh, the compensation program that they're coming into for a couple of reasons. One, you don't want to attract somebody um, with an oversell a job uh, and the compensation for a job uh, and then have someone join the organization and find out that um, what they thought they were going to be able to earn is unachievable. Um, So making sure that when you are um, uh, making it clear to individuals uh, what their comp plan is going to be and what the expectations will be in order to earn that, uh, and the comp plan should really do two things well. It should tell salespeople what you value and want to pay them for, and secondly, where to focus their time and effort. Uh, and I think it's uh, very important that when you're trying to attract uh, and recruit people uh, that you set those expectations right up front. A very good example is a lot of organizations will say, uh, this is a, this uh, position pays fifty thousand dollars in base. Uh, and you can earn twenty five percent of your uh, base salary as an incentive. well, when we look at um, the total compensation uh, for example in the uh, in the survey the um, sales compensation report, uh, an entry level account manager is earning sixty three thousand dollars in total direct compensation um, and about thirty three percent is um, what is based on uh, is the variable component. Well, if I only say that this job is worth 40,000 in base plus uh, 30% of your, your base salary, um, then what's gonna happen is the individual here's $40,000 and it's not competitive. So when you're recruiting, uh, focus on uh, total target compensation because that's the expectation that you have of the role. Uh, And you make sure that people understand what they have to do in order to earn that.
1: What are the implications of sales processes for compensation design, Dave?
0: You know, a lot depends on the industry, Bill. Um, We are seeing different sales processes being used uh, uh, in particular around solution selling, Uh, you know, in in, um, industries like banking and financial services, uh, chemicals, life sciences and transportation um a larger um increase is is being seen in those particular areas relative to their their uh, peers in other industries uh and in looking at that um you know if you're a, a solution selling in those industries then you you want to make sure that your sales processes and the way in which you're selling are aligned to your compensation design so that may be um, introducing some sort of strategic initiative to reward uh salespeople who follow um, not only um, you know achieve the financial result but also follow your um, methodology that you're looking for in terms of developing uh and presenting your solution uh but it's one of the ways in which you want to ensure that uh sales compensation uh, is aligned to the uh, behaviors and the uh, processes that you want to uh, uh, your salespeople delivering on a consistent basis.
1: Okay, so so far you mentioned a few of the key findings and stats from from this year's report. But um, I, I'd love to hear from you as a sales comp expert. What are the most interesting results from the new sales compensation report? And what are what are some of the implications for twenty nineteen
0: Well, there are a couple of elements that jumped out at me uh, when I read the report. Uh, One is that um, there are 60,000 Canadian sales and marketing openings posted on job boards uh, today. And, um, you know, in looking at the responses, um, it appears that right now there's going to be explosive growth in terms of sales positions uh, that will be opening up as, uh, the baby boomers start to retire, uh, and as, uh, new, younger salespeople, uh, have entered, uh, the workforce. And, uh, these findings are consistent with things that I've been finding, uh, with our research and with the, uh, clients that we work with. And that is that the game is changing. Um, there are greater expectations, um, from, uh, the role uh, in terms of uh, increased use of different technologies and software, such as CRM, uh, presentation platforms, etc., um, you know, it's not just being able to sell anymore. It's also uh, being able to understand and analyze your customer's business. And I think the uh, the demographics are saying that there are fewer and fewer sales uh, people going into the sales. Uh, role um, and we haven 't really at this point uh, got enough people being generated uh, to fill those roles and what that means, if you think of the uh, the increases uh, in compensation in some of the industries that I mentioned earlier on it 's largely driven by supply and demand. If you have fewer uh, people with the skills and abilities uh, to work in those industries. Um, you know, when you increase demand and you decrease supply, price goes up, which means we are going to be paying more for uh, salespeople uh, than we have in the past in those industries. Um, hopefully, uh, that will help to attract people into the sales roles. Um, and as you increase supply, it will uh, bring compensation levels back into uh uh, into line with uh, what we were, were expecting. Uh, however, one of the things that is key is over the next few years, we may see certain industries where sales compensation uh, is going to be uh, significantly higher.
1: Okay, thank you. And, and you've you've kind of touched upon my next question there already, but I'm going to ask it anyway, just as, as a summary, to make sure that uh, our listeners are uh, understanding some of the key findings from from the new report. And and that that question is, what trends do you see in in the market data and how should companies respond to those trends?
0: Well, I think um, one of the things that I've noticed is that um, in the past, um, there hasn't been a lot of infrastructure in organizations around sales. Uh, In some organizations, you will see, um, the sales uh, group, in fact, managing and administering their own sales compensation. Uh, but what we are seeing is more rigor being put around that. And in fact, um, when you look at uh, how HR has taken a greater role in sales compensation, um, uh, that that's reinforced by uh, the fact that uh, 38% of Canadian employers are now maintaining a salary structure specific to sales professionals. So, recognizing that there are differences between sales and non-sales and having uh, a framework in place to manage that. Um, eight, uh, I think a little over 8% of uh, Canadian sales professionals are going to be promoted uh, by the end of 2018. Uh, and that will come with an average increase of about 7.5 to 7.7 uh in terms of promotional increase in salary. So we are seeing um increases in um the administration uh and more rigor being put around that. Um I think it's important to uh look at variable pay uh in the uh, in the compensation report. Uh, variable pay-for-sales professionals is about 33% of their um, total compensation as compared to 13% for all other employees. So I think uh, in looking at some of the trends, we are seeing um, sales being uh, treated more um, effectively in terms of managing uh, sales compensation, making sure that it's fair, equitable, uh, and I think it's important to note that uh, you know um, in order to get sustainable long term business success uh, you've got to have um, sales that are generating growth as well as uh, retention.
1: okay, thank you very much now, a bit of a big question for you before we, yeah, before we uh, then slow things down and look to wrap things up. Uh, if there's one big thing that will impact sales compensation in the future, Dave. What will that be?
0: Well, I think um, the thing that for me is probably um, the greatest change over the last little while, uh, there's sort of an ebb and flow uh, that occurs with sales. Um, And um, I see it sort of as a centralization and decentralization of accountability. And I think what's happened um, over the last uh, eight to nine years is um, a lot of um, sales organizations have um, developed more complexity around their sales forces and the measurements that they've put in to try and track and measure performance and productivity. We've tried very hard to wring out as much productivity as we can from the sales role Um, I think um, there is a movement now towards more simplicity, reducing complexity in the sales compensation plans, particularly around field salespeople. Um, And it's really looking at um, trying to um, restructure sales uh, and ensure that we have the right um, structure uh, for sales execution. Um, In the sales compensation uh, programs, we're starting to see a lot of integration between um, inside sales, field sales, uh, and then uh, large account sales. So making sure that there's um, uh, the coverage that needs to take place um, is there and that the sales compensation plan supports um, each of those different levels of uh, customer size and complexity
1: perfect thank you very much now uh next month so that's uh, december 2018 for anybody listening to this or up in the future next month you'll be presenting a cpsa webinar called top tips for building a successful sales compensation plan for 2019 can you uh can you take a few moments now and please tell our listeners a bit about that webinar and if they join uh, what what they will be learning
0: Well, you know, it's um, as we approach the end of the year and most people are on a fiscal year and and are looking to plan for 2019, uh, I think it's important to uh, identify the kinds of things that um, organizations um, need to look at as they plan each year. So the webinar is going to take place on Wednesday, December 5th at 3 p.m., um, it will investigate some of the actions that sales leaders can take during their planning, uh, and it's important that we focus on some of the critical design issues, such as how to reduce complexity, uh, as I've already talked about, um, looking at performance, uh, how we want to measure performance, uh, and uh, the number of measures and metrics in your plans. Uh, are there qualifiers that need to be in for Uh, planning, uh, when you're planning for next year to make sure that you're, um, you know, paying out with the right frequency, that um, if there are thresholds that are required in order to uh, ensure that you're paying out closer to target. And finally, how to handle some of the changes that occur during the plan year. What happens if uh, the markets start to change or uh, sales performance isn't up to what you're looking for Um, I think it's important that you have strategies for how you'll deal with those things. Um, I I know along with that, um, there are a lot of mergers and acquisitions and consolidation that has been going on um, recently, uh, and that's leading to sales organizations being, um, uh, the structure being changed. And when you get into that size of change, you need to look at whether it's what we call evolution or revolution, Uh, If the changes are requiring major change, how do we make those changes? How do we uh, ensure that we get them implemented and um, uh, in a a very efficient and uh, quick manner uh, to address the um, significant change? Uh, Alternatively, there are a lot of organizations that are taking the evolution approach where uh, their markets are good. They want to ensure that um, they are staying on top of sales compensation, so they're looking at what kinds of evolution needs to take place in terms of their plan uh, to sustain uh, sales performance uh, and business success. Um, I think another question that will that'll be answered in that seminar will be, how do we get the qualitative as well as the quantitative results that we need, uh, and where are the opportunities for sales compensation to influence sales results? So hopefully, uh, Bill, uh, a lot of your listeners will uh, uh, attend that session, and I think it's going to be very important to uh, uh, plan well for 2019, because I think we're in for uh, a pretty interesting ride as the uh, economic factors are showing uh, a lot of growth.
1: We love growth. Growth is awesome. Uh, Listeners, you should totally sign up for that and attend in real time. So that was, Dave, do you say Wednesday, the 5th of December? Is that
0: correct? That's correct. 3 p.m.
1: 3 p.m. Wednesday, 5th of December. And if for any reason you cannot attend that live or you're listening to this show far off in the future, you can also access the archived version of, of that webinar through cpsa.com. Dave, for today, just one more last question for you, and that is, Mm -hmm. how can our listeners learn more about you? How can they connect with you
0: too? Well, um, Sales Resource Group is uh, uh, an organization that's uh, fairly accessible. Uh, You can reach me at uh, my phone number, 416-805-0208 by email at Johnston at salesresourcegroup.ca or go to our website, uh, uh, salesresourcegroup.ca.
1: As always, Mr. Johnston, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much for being a guest on the Sales Pro Chat podcast.
0: You're quite welcome, Bill. Always a good time. Thank you for listening to sales pro chat podcast brought to you by the canadian professional sales association